0: Hello fellow humans, welcome to the Hot Mess Clubhouse, a podcast that celebrates funny women. I'm your sexy host, Lucy Vine, and today I welcome the incredible comedian and actor Andy Osho as my guest. I love this woman so goddamn much. You might remember her from her stand-up and the many, many Channel 4 comedy panel shows she's done over the years. But more recently, she's been getting all big time in Hollywood, appearing in the superhero film Shazam and starring in apocalyptic Sky series Curfew. And more importantly, she recently killed it on a celebrity version of The Chase, all of which we talk about in this episode. We also get very silly about being a bad loser and giving driving instructors blowjobs and, you know, being in a fight that wasn't her fault. We also couldn't stop singing My Heart Will Go On from Titanic, so hopefully my producer has cut most of that. Sorry about it. Hi, Andy. Welcome to the clubhouse, the Hot Mess Clubhouse. Yes, hi. Um, are you a club kind of person? Is
2: you mean you? as in like a nightclub? No, or...
0: I meant more of a sort of, yeah, like clique. Do you love to join a club?
2: Oh, yeah. No, I'm the opposite of okay. Groucho Marx. I'm like, I want in.
0: <laughs> just not allowed. <laughs> yeah, I just love. want
2: to feel valid. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Great. Um, so to start with, we're going to do a kind of um, clubhouse initiation Get to know you, quickfire. Love route. it, okay. But there's no quickness uh, actually required. Okay, so you I can take a a my time word. on this quickfire yeah. round. put full stops between every single word. Great. Okay, are you ready? I
2: will. <laughs>
0: okay. Excellent. Uh, number one, are you a good loser?
2: Ooh, like for a microsecond, No terrible okay. and then I remind myself of how ugly that looks and so I'm like oh well done you <laughs> yeah I'm awesome I'm
0: perfectly happy yeah I'm you. so pleased for you yeah, yeah. amazing do you kiss on one cheek or two
2: or none um no what I do is I sort of do an awkward leaning oh we're not handshake hug yeah I make it oh so it's all three I make it as awkward as possible oh, that's
0: really good have yeah. you ever gone for a high five
2: um Missed. I've been left hanging a couple oh, of times bad, isn't it? Yeah. yeah yeah but someone showed me how to do a good high five Is it the elbow thing? It's the elbow
0: thing. It works every time. Right? Okay,
2: true
0: diet. Yeah. Okay. That was such a
2: good hyper. That's like an American hyper. That would be a really annoying. Sound. <laughs> <Okay>. Sorry, guys, <laughs> well, yeah, but that was exciting. Shit. <laughs> so
0: good at this. We're smashing that place oh, up. Shit. Um, because you do actually live in America, or are you over here again now?
2: A little bit of both. Okay. Pensy's asking? U.S. immigration or U.K. immigration? <laughs> <laughs> Neither. <laughs> okay. So. Sweet. I live. Uh, yeah, I live a little. Actually, I do live a little bit of both.
0: Oh, great! That yeah. sounds like the perfect way to.
2: To exist. Well, it was it was it was actually quite challenging to figure it all out, like to oh, yeah. start with, and and then I just got into this rhythm with it. Of I think the first year that I was there, I came home to London, uh, but I didn't know why I was here. Oh, so okay. I just felt like I should, yeah. and uh, and then I was sort of twiddling my thumbs for six weeks, waiting to go back. So I realised, oh. You don't need to come back unless there's something going on, do you know right. what I mean? Unless there's work or something. So, sure. Yeah. yeah, that made it easier.
0: Yeah, but London is still home for you, right? Oh, well, you've yeah. gone completely off feast, sorry. So that, oh. that was leading on from one kiss or two.
2: Oh yes, yes, right. No, anyway. I'll, I'll make it Great. awkward.
0: Um <laughs> 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 do you worry about death?
2: Um I it's not so much death, because it's like you're dead, but I what I worry about is the leading up to it bit, you know, like I, suddenly I feel like, oh my god, all these years have gone by, and oh, next I'll be 50, then 60, then that's dead, you know. And, and so, I, my mind does that sometimes, and it's terrifying because right, you just right. think,
1: there's so many things
2: I want to do, and then oh, you know, I haven't been to Belgium, and uh, I don't know, <laughs> and so you so know, the only place, yeah, as literally the only country yeah. in the world, gotcha. yeah, that I haven't been to apart from the others, but yeah, Belgium, all,
0: all the other places, yeah. Yeah. excellent. Do you, um, drunk order stuff online
2: um (laughs) when don't i drunk order stuff um i mean you're a human being to be honest i don't i'm one of those sort of nerds who's sort of really meticulous about ordering Mm -hmm. like i'll do research i'll actually read reviews so thanks guys for anyone that writes them um yeah no i and Mm -hmm. i'll i'll do a proper like filter you know four or five stars rated on amazon or whichever platform you think is politically the right one to use. Sure, yeah. You
1: know,
2: and I'll, so I, no drinking. Okay. That um, is a sober affair. Spoil, spoil. I know, right? I have
0: so many um, leopard print things in my <laughs> wardrobe. Right, and, and that's why, wear.
2: that's why I don't drunk all lot. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're
0: so smart. Sorry. <laughs> have you ever updated your relationship status on Facebook?
2: never oh. even back
0: in like 2005 when everybody was doing it
2: no i don't think i did i think it's just been complicated for the last 15 years <laughs> i think i maybe I, I just left everybody it. surely yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> frankly it's
0: the only accurate relationship status yeah, yeah i think you're right oh that's good um do mm. you secretly enjoy other people's drama
2: from a distance, I don't want. I don't want to be involved in any way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I'm, totally. I, I do like looking on Facebook. And you know when someone's like really like um, mysterious about something, like they say something's up, but they Having want to such is... a bad day. Right. I'm like, I want to know. How can I look caring, but find out what the hell's going on? This person on?
0: I haven't spoken to in 25 years. Right.
2: Exactly. Oh, Han, you okay? Call me anytime. You know that type of thing. So then they besides. always
0: reply, and then I. Like, I can't really talk about it. And you're like, why did you yeah, put it Yeah, or
2: they go, it's fine. It, no, it's actually fine. And you're like, well, why did you put it on? You know, but anyways. <laughs> yeah, people's drama is great. It's interesting, isn't it?
0: Totally. As long as you don't get sucked in. That's the, mm. that's the line, isn't mm. it? Have you done any research into your family tree?
2: Um, I have a little bit, but, you know, <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> Nigerians aren't the greatest for documenting no. births and stuff. <laughs> so and and just like keeping track of people so I remember like yeah just doing a family tree with my mum and she's like there's just loads of branches with a branch sticking off it and no name or I can't remember maybe they're dead or something so yeah just make
0: it up then I think I might do um have you ever been in a fight
2: yeah one time at school and it wasn't my fault because what
0: happened right you was, just started talking like a teenager yeah but cause, like, because what happened, was my fault, right? it
2: wasn't my fault because basically she said something and I went to hit her but I happened to have my book in my hand so I ended up slapping her around the face with my book not meaning to Wow, she lost it and we had to get pulled kind apart of by a It sounds like it was
0: really your fault
2: no because she you said started a thing started the
0: violence no but she said a thing
2: and even though I Do can't remember, remember what, what, what okay. the thing is it was very inflammatory I bet and it was I enough bet. to make me want to hit her so, and I did. Donna Hyde, remember that? Um, She's so, the same. She, she, yeah, She's I'm,
0: arranged this whole thing. Come <laughs> out, Donna. <laughs>
2: I would hit her again. No, I wouldn't. I love you, Donna. I miss you. <laughs> Just
0: disingenuous. <laughs> uh, and then finally, if you had to be a Disney character, who would you be?
2: Oh... Well, I think I'd probably be a lion the way that Disney treat black people. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> well, fair yeah, enough. It um, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know if there's actually been a... Has Disney ever done a black character, like a human being?
0: Wasn't um, The Princess and the Frog, wasn't she the lead?
2: And that's definitely a Disney one, is it? Yeah,
0: Princess and the Frog. When did that come out? 2009. Huh. They haven't done
2: anything since. Right.
0: Well, Moana herself is a bit more, which, know, is brown, which is brown. She's not to be. No, yeah, I, I completely yeah. agree with you.
2: I'd be a lion, let's face it. I'd be a lion or a, hy- a hyena.
0: <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Thanks, sad. Disney. But you have now survived that initiation, and so as a well done and welcome to the club. Oh, yes. You've got a little goodie there. <gasps> what? Shut up. I don't know, you probably think it's too early. It's two o'clock on a Monday to be drinking from the cans. Drinking bacon, a can of it is actually sunny for once in the UK.
2: Oh, my God. Look at this. A gin and tonic. Bags, right?
0: Cold. How? I, just I mean, got them from Tesco.
2: This is the classiest club I've ever been in. It's the best. Yeah, man. It's because
0: you've never been welcome in another club. That's <laughs> right. That's
2: actually what it is. And my favourite thing ever, fruit pastels. I mean, I live for them.
0: Oh, so you're not really a, a chocolate person? More of the sort of well, sweets in What have in we there. here? Let's see. What have got here? Let's
2: grab a handful because yeah. you've been very generous here. Munchies. <gasps> never had munchies. What? Peppermint arrow. Never had. Dairy giant buttons. Now, I reckon I could do some damage there. You are
0: clearly not a chocolate person. No,
2: I'm not. Like, Kit Kat Chunky, I think I've had one i made a one mistake, once.
0: I? Well, Did uh, I do well with the booze, at least?
2: Yeah, yeah. You did well. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, done great.
0: good. Oh, great. Okay, well, we can just chuck the rest <laughs> in, a, ju- in a bin.
2: The thing is, with me and chocolate, you're not going to like this. uh But I, again, can. I will eat one bit and then off into the fridge you go oh, what's wrong with you I know I'm You're an such animal
1: such
2: a monster <laughs> I, know. I, don't, I don't understand it myself actually they'll probably make Channel 5 documentaries about me yeah,
1: <laughs> <actually. It's laughs> when chocolate eaters go this. wrong yeah yeah
2: exactly she'll probably hold me in her arms <laughs> 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 poor girl it's not her fault David Lammy went off the deep end
0: I do love David Lammy yeah no me
2: too but I just anyways this is not it what this is about is. is it yeah.
0: yeah so I do want to talk to you about your acting mm. because I think I, I kind of think of you mostly as an actor now Mm. Do you? Is that fair? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: You have this film coming out called Shazam, which looks amazing. Yeah. How did that come about? Was it fun to do? Tell me about it.
2: Um, Well, uh, so what happened is I was in a film called Lights Out. Right. And the same director, who has done incredibly well, very talented director, any who's, he got offered uh, to direct Shazam. And then he kind of wanted to tie his film Lights Out which is based on a short film he, he had um, written and created he wanted to tie his film to the DC universe yeah. and there was this you know child protective services role and that was the role that was in Lights Out as well so he was like ah this could be a perfect opportunity if I get the same actor to do You know, to, yeah, to be in Shazam, doing that role. So, so basically I'm, I'm sort of, I'm a bridge between two worlds. Oh my God, you are actually completely key then. In a way, it should be called um, Mrs. Glover, which is the name of my character. It shouldn't really be called Shazam. We'll start a campaign. Yeah. Even though I'm in just the one scene, I still think it's a pivotal one. Clearly. (laughs) But um, yeah, to be honest with you, I was delighted when I got the message from my agent and, uh, you know because you don't expect. I'm not in that world where people just offer me roles you know so to to then get offered something you know as massive as this I was just like you're clearly uh, moving
0: into that world now you've done your time you've earned your stripes
2: I I, I get offered weird things I don't I'm not yet at the point where you know hey we've got like a BBC drama with what's his chops off Game of Thrones you know I'm not quite (laughs) there yet but you know I, I mean I'm just like you know dead grateful to end up in something like that and and you know what's really nice about it because I'm not a massive superhero films fan, but I love Black Panther, which is um, amazing. You know, it's Marvel, but you know that was really great, and so that started turning me towards them again because they're starting to get, you know, there's um, sort of a politics to them now that's like really interesting, and if it's got something about it that makes it interesting, then people who aren't sort of fans of those types of films can still get into it, and, uh, and by all sense of humor accounts, humor yeah, as well, now, well that's which is it. So great that's what I was going to say and you know Shazam I don't think it's political but my god does it have a lot of heart and you know like humour in it so that makes me just go oh I'm like super proud to be involved you're
0: uh, also in this amazing sky uh sky drama curfew. oh yes
2: curfew yeah oh my god yeah do you love an apocalyptic
0: Do you in fact do you want to tell listeners
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, Curfew is about an illegal street race and a sort of adjacent London, uh, like a, a present day, but adjacent London, where there's this totalitarian government all through the UK that has instituted this like curfew because of this virus that has created these creatures that are kind of flesh-eating rabid mm, zombies, I suppose, for want of a better word. And uh, yeah, so the curfew is about basically several groups of individuals who enter this race for various reasons. And, uh, yeah, it just follows the story over one night uh, from the beginning uh, to the end of the race with a little bit of, you know, flashback into their backstories and why they found themselves in this situation.
0: Have you always been a fan of the sort of apocalyptic... Oh, sort of
2: stuff very much that's totally my work. like yeah, the walking dead was my thing for a long time and uh yeah just anything sort of high concept that sort of you know is just presents a different version of like it's a presents a, like what if yeah definitely what, what if there were flesh-eating zombies or yeah. what if there was this massive dome over you know a city or whatever you
0: think it's more of a when
2: yeah. How long
0: do you think the human race has?
2: Before we turn. Before
0: extinction or before we turn into monsters of some kind? Well,
2: I don't think any of us are going to be around. And I think we all know that. That's why we haven't taken recycling seriously.
0: Because <sighs> those are my favourite kind of apocalyptic things is when it really reveals how terrible the human race really is.
2: Well, that's what's great about The Walking Dead, isn't it? Because totally. you see, I mean... days totally later and all that. People Sist. adopt like, adapt, should I say, adopt. They, people... <laughs> they just love adopting. Yeah, I've just got so of to die. Yeah, I just didn't, <laughs> I just didn't want them to be out in the streets on their own. But, like, people adapt in these shows. I don't know if that's how it would really be, probably. But people adapt to these things in a really strange way. And that's what's terrifying about these shows, is when you see that somebody has... Created like uh, Negan creating the the saviours and things like that. It's just like, God, that's scary because that probably is part of the human condition to uh, adapt to a situation like that and become, you know, you know, a me, you know, the me mentality override any sense of weed, you know what I mean? Right. God, he's scary. Oh, Handsome. Scary.
0: And it that is another um, show that has huge amazing cast. Have you spent much time with Billy Zane? Have you chatted to him about Titanic yet? <laughs> that, I bet I feel all like he wants to talk about is
2: Titanic Yeah, right? yeah, I'm sure no one ever brings it up. I felt like it was my duty not to talk about Titanic. Sure. Like there was one point where um there was an extra we, it, who is um, you know it, it, him and Billy were talking and then the extra started doing uh, a painting or drawing of Billy because Billy you know Maked, he's naked in... like French girl. Well, that's it. Then Rose Sorry, Williams goes. She goes, yeah. She goes, she goes, draw me like one of your French girls, and I was just like, how? Huh? Like he's never heard, and he's an artist as well. Of so a constant course. joke. Do you know what I mean? If you're if you're Billy Zane and you're drawing somebody, how many times? Uh, people are people going to say, you me Did like one of your French girls.
0: smirk at all? I, I, in a sort of patronising look? Lucy,
2: I transported myself emotionally to another place. I I wasn't looking. I didn't want to engage because I didn't know. Because you never know. You weren't tempted like on the last
0: day of filming to just start singing My Heart Will Go On.
2: So I was. I'm not tempted, gonna, but I was tempted, but I didn't. It. Because I mean, you're a professional. More, well, I have more respect for Billy Zane than that. Sure damn it (laughs) just sing it through the trailer walls yeah (laughs) and then run away yeah who was that that? that's so annoying (laughs) just respect to Billy I hear you I see (laughs) can you actually drive well um, uh, my character doesn't get to drive at all, so oh, yeah, I was right. quite disappointed, actually, because oh. some of the cast do proper stunt driving. I was, like, really impressed. But, you know, my character Jenny, she's just, like, panicking and, and <laughs> not, yeah, exactly, basically. So I'm not a bad driver. Obviously, I think I'm excellent.
0: You can actually drive, though.
2: I can drive. My mum yeah. says a prayer before we not drive anyway. That's not a good Yeah, I sort of took offence. Yeah, you like, should. the first time I know because she says it quietly, so you're just, uh, hands on the wheel, and all you can use is... <laughs> like that beside me, and I was just like, I, You're praying
0: while I'm driving. That's so, sort of actually very distracting, as well. Well, a little there? bit, and then uh, you did crash and-
2: yeah. I mean, that that uh, don't want to spoil the story, but uh, we survived the crash. Um, no, but it is a little bit disconcerting, and uh, but she does uh, she it all the time. Did you
0: pass your driving test in one go? No.
2: No, times? I think it was it was either two or three. I think it was the second time. Okay. And I clicked a wing mirror, but he was kinda what? He, he let and you me pass? Yeah, man.
0: Did you give him a blowjob? Yeah,
2: whatever. <laughs> Got a driving license. Still counts. Yeah, exactly. Um no, he just he was just very sweet. And I think it was the same. How can you cause
0: car accident? It wasn't an your...
2: ac- Lucy, let's not exaggerate. How many billions of times have I told you about exaggerating? <laughs> it wasn't a car accident. Classic. It was yeah, it was it was it was a an involuntary nudge. Let's call it that. An involuntary brush with another vehicle. You seem to mostly do um, serious runs. Right? Mm.
0: Um, mm. Oh my god, I really love Kiri, by the way. That's oh wow, the one oh, I was going to oh, mention. Oh, amazing. Um, it was that a deliberate thing, or is it just that?
2: Cause I imagine. Oh, Nothing I to kind of do of is on purpose, <laughs> you know. It, it, you make it sound like I've sort of like you know got this game plan. I mean. It's not on purpose at all. It's I mean obviously there are things that I know that I do want and things that I turn down. But with Kiri, I I didn't even uh, when it came up, I. Didn't know anything about it and then I I didn't really think I was going to get the role because they said it was a step-grandmother and I didn't really pay attention to the step bit so I was like I'm way too young for that I'm so young I'm I'm so (laughs) I'm just so young and gorgeous I I could never be a grandmother and so and so I hadn't learned the lines my friend came over to help me help me do the self-tape I was all grumpy and I sort of didn't know the lines I was like throwing the script on the floor and sort of looking you know I just didn't do I mean, I did a good job on tape, but I was moaning in between every single take. And then, um, yeah behold. Just that talented? It, it I'm just that awesome. Even when that... I'm
0: really super shit, I'm still amazing.
2: I think maybe they, well, I mean, I I know not to let my grumbling infect <laughs> the, uh, the performance, but like... Uh, but if yeah. you missed
0: that step part where you're a bit pissed off with your agent, where you're like, you're putting me forward for grandma roles. Well, it's not <laughs> that I missed it, but <laughs> I
2: wasn't... I just thought that even though you yeah. said step-grandmother, there was no way that they would think of me for something like that. There's no way you see that person who's done Live at the Apollo and go, mm, step-grandmother. What? That's what I immediately think of when I see a woman in a sequin dress on Live at the Apollo. So... <laughs> but I, um... Uh, I am an actor as well as other things that I have yes. done and can do but you know sometimes people's perception of you can get in the way of and and, and and I get it I, I don't sort of you know I don't grudge the industry that but yeah so you do think you had to sort of struggle to prove yourself a bit it's not so much that I just think people didn't think that that's what I was about you know they just see me do a lot of comedy and so uh, and I hadn't really pursued acting in any real sense after stand-up took off and it was only when I went to America and I started like really focusing on what do I really want and I and I and I've said this before that basically I found the comedy industry a little bit jading after a while the industry not the stand-up and and so I just thought let me take myself away have a little break think about what I really want and got some amazing coaching like acting training out there as well and I think that that's all that whole experience and the stand-up has served me well to be able to do roles like curfew and shazam and things like that so I don't know what that's called but that's what happened that that is something I did plan.
0: That's brilliant. And you have had such a diverse and interesting career, but I really, really want to talk to you about The Chase.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to you about I The Chase. I super don't care about any of those amazing oh, roles. so good. To to no, but please. The
0: Chase was so amazing. Oh, cool. I was so blown Thank away you. by it. Um, you, is everyone just making you be on their pub quiz
2: team now? I wish. No one's asking. It's weirding what? me out. No. I, I mean, I, I have to say... As much, I don't want to take anything away from anyone that does does well on these things, but we all know that the questions are easier on charity episodes, right? Like you don't get asked I didn't like know loads super, of the ones no, I didn't either. But like
0: <laughs> I mean, but, you didn't know what epithelate meant, right? And I assume you are hair. Wait, hairy? is it
2: something to do with hair? It is something to do with hair. I said skin, didn't I? You did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I so didn't did know it that. Pay for. Yeah, because I'm just dead good at guessing, having an educated guess. You know, that's actually what it is. And so you'll notice that when I, whenever I answer um, on the chase, I always say, like, a question. You're like, oh. I'm like, you let... Uh, Queen Elizabeth II, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I don't know, I'm just having a guess. Only but for some... some of them, though. I don't think you should be downplaying your super well, some, super some, intellect. To be fair, some of them I do. But I, I... especially because all the other celebrities were so stupid. Oh my God, <laughs> Roger Crash! He just wiped out like a gunner, didn't he? I mean, <laughs> stick a <to> cricket mate. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he a weatherman? <laughs> no, no, no the- my Alex oh. Webber's a weatherman. Yeah, but he's like he, was, he did really well. He just got unlucky with a couple of questions, sure. I think. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all
0: right to say they got unlucky when you've done super
2: well. No, oh, well magnanimous till the end.
0: So gracious. Yeah, that's me, that's it. Me. I mean, it's sad, because like, uh, I re-watched it on YouTube yesterday, and it had, it's had like a quarter of a million views. Has it now? Yeah, it mm. might be your biggest role. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it sounds like it is. It's a translator to acting role offers yeah wow. no but that's that's nice it was I mean I think I'm the first person to win a celebrity chase on their own right and I'm the first person to win two masterminds as well say. two charity masterminds so yeah. that was that's pretty cool but again your questions are easier they're not easy I'm not buying that but they're they come on anyway I was
0: going to say Bradley Walsh seems like a laugh did you go and like get drunk with him or anything
2: yeah we had sex that (laughs) night it was so (laughs) awesome I mean Talk about the chase. he's <laughs>
0: going to be on the Jane right, mail. Yes.
2: Um, no, uh, he's, he was very lovely. I mean, I think he's professionally lovely. I think, I think that's, that's his, yeah. Oh, so do, you, know, do yeah. you think he's a scumbag underneath? No, no, I don't <laughs> in that like, he's putting it on. I just think that he's just very... Very good at yeah, it. Yeah, he's just, just very good at being Bradley Walsh. You know what I mean?
1: Ready to pop the question. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: I actually want to ask you because clearly you're not doing enough. Alpha-
2: You've written a book. Writing! Hmm. Yay. In the process of failing to write a book. It's Where hard. Where are you well, in the process? I'll tell you what I think I am. Okay, good. I think I'm in the last push but i don't think my publisher thinks i <laughs> we'll see what happens when she reads this draft
0: okay it will tell me is it fiction
2: yes and what's it about are you allowed to say um yeah i probably not but i'm gonna tell you so anyways um it's basically a chick lit comedy and it's about dating but it's about this kind of dating game that these three girlfriends play because they're having no luck in their own love lives so they say okay let instead of trying to find guys for ourselves let's find guys for each other let's go old school let's take it offline let's go into bars wherever ice skating rinks whatever and we'll go and meet guys and it all goes wrong with hilarious consequences that
1: sounds amazing <laughs> yeah i really i
2: really enjoying. i mean it took a minute to get the story together but like now that i feel like i've got um i figured out what's great about the story and what i want to say because there's a bit of you know gender politics in there, there's relationship politics as well, but it's done in a way that I hope people can enjoy and enjoy the story as well, so I don't want to be bashing anybody over the head with a, why are men like this, and why do women, you know, it's, it's all got to be fun, but I think there's really subtle ways of sliding those things in. Like, I'll make a lot of roles women where one might automatically assume that they would be a man. Like, if there's a, a you know small role of a, a lawyer or something like that, or I've, uh, I've got one character on a film set and the cam is a camera woman, not a camera man, because. Great. I think we just default to those things. And, you know, it's our own unconscious bias. It goes, oh, well, camera operators are men. And so I just switch it up. And I think that's the next phase of um, sort of representation and diversity. is just normalising, because that's how life is, isn't it? Like, there are some female camera operators and there are loads of female lawyers. So why is it such a big deal to cast in that way when we're writing? And, you know, as a woman of colour who's like going to, probably be at the the sharp end of those sort of decisions you know you it's on me to start making showing how straightforward it is or I'm taking that responsibility I'm choosing to take that responsibility of saying look it's dead easy (laughs) you can just make it a woman or you can make that person disabled or it's kind of like um have the those people there because those people are there it's like I say like when black people are at home we're not at home being black we're we're (laughs) at home being families and couples and arguing about exactly the same it's only when we go outside that we become these things you know we become to say come black come gay or whatever it is and and it, it's frustrating when if somebody makes a choice like that, like you're saying, that it becomes about the thing. Yeah. Like this is not a band. This and is it, an Arab It's man. To uh, advance the storyline. Exactly. Way where, yeah. Exactly. Rather yeah. than that, that librarian just happens to be a black woman, or yeah. that you know, do you know what I mean? So I think I'm I'm yes. rooting for that in stories. So okay. so why not lead from the front and just do that in my story? So when is this coming out? Do I don't you have know. A date. I don't know. But I'm really excited for it. Cool. Thank but you. Do you have a name? At the moment, it's called My Friend Fancies You. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny because my agent is a guy and he was just like, okay, when I told him the title. He's like, oh, you don't understand. And then, you didn't get it. Yeah, my publisher's two women and they were like, yeah, that's great. Perfect. Yeah. Did
0: I'm you not talk about doing a memoir? Are you interested in writing a no, book? No, but
2: that's why I kind of, I've sewn in a lot of like personal anecdotes into this book. And I, I think one of the things that I'm really going to enjoy uh, once it comes out is people going, um, that bit that in the, you know, is that, did that happen? Yeah
0: you will get that a lot. Yeah
2: and then there'll be bits that are just so far fetched and <laughs> luckily I'll be able to know that didn't <laughs> I did not do that.
0: So uh, are you going to come back to comedy a bit more. Yeah, I think that... If you've there ever is you
2: time. If, if, yeah, and amongst all of that, I mean, there's definitely other things that I want to pursue, but I want the book to be my, uh, you know, because I just was at the tail end of the whole DVD thing of, you know, DVD deals and all the rest of it. Oh. And so I never, I never committed any of my stand-up to, you know, to, to film, to tape or whatever. Oh. So, it, and, and I was fine with that, really. I mean, I got the, you know, the, the sort of, the business reason for for all that, but i do I still would like to have a legacy, and that at the moment is the book, and maybe at some point I will do a show I think I'd like to do a, a stand up show and go back to Edinburgh and do that again, but it has to be the right thing, and I have to find something that you know, I just want to talk about, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm a different person. You yeah, know, sometimes I want to tell people when they ask, oh, well, yeah, go about stand up?" I want to say, that lady died. Okay, <laughs> she died. Um, and because it's true in a way, um, yeah. is that when I look at that stuff, I, I kind of almost, I, obviously I recognise her, same one, but like, um, <laughs> it isn't a woman that I am anymore. So, yeah. So if I do stand up again, it's going to look, could look different. I could say all these fancy things about how different it's going to be, and people were like, "She's the same. <laughs> <laughs> she's just got different clothes on.
0: <laughs> she hasn't got the straight. Yeah, her
2: legs aren't as good, uh, but she's the same. <laughs> yeah,
0: because you've also done the old comedy panel shows a fair bit. Yeah,
2: that was that's what killed her.
0: I was, <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, there was a lot of heat around that being a, a white male clique sort of uh-huh. But you did break into it. Uh-huh. Um, was that horrible then when you were in it? Um, uh-huh. Okay, yeah. No, not, it, well,
2: you see what it is. First of all, I, and Such I always say this. It's a white male this,
0: space though, isn't it? It
2: is, it is, but I got into it, or they brought me into it, should I say, at a time when they were kind of starting to, people were starting to be quite vocal about it being fair, and so they were really sort of making an effort to make it a more um, hospitable um, environment, so by the time I got there, things were starting to change, the cast was starting to change, and it was it was terribly polite sometimes. I remember doing the, you know, when he spins the wheel and stuff, and there was a little bit of, no, after you, after you, sort of thing, and I was like, what? So, um, so I can't blame the environment. And also, you know, at the end of the day, there's seven... Yeah, seven comedians trying to get 27 minutes of airtime. So it's going to be a bit of a free for all. And I am grateful for the production team for bringing me in and for the opportunities that it afforded me. It's just that it's quite a brutal environment. It just is. You know, it doesn't, I don't know that that's worse if you're a woman. Only after the fact, you know how the fans respond. But on the day, I think it's just as hard for everybody. Yeah. But like, you know, some, you know, sometimes I, I think I did okay in terms of people's responses. But I've heard some horrible things that other female comedians have had said to them, and uh, you know, so that that can be quite quite brutal. Like, yeah. so I know some turn off their social media that after they've been on Rock the Week. That shouldn't be necessary. That's horrible, isn't exactly. It? Yeah. So my sort of feeling about panel shows is more. It wasn't the reason I wanted to do stand-up, but it was offered and it, uh, it opened up doors. And so that's why I went down that road, rather than that, yes, I must get onto this show. Yeah. And I was really happy the day that I decided I didn't want to do them anymore, because no it's like, yay. I <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, to me, stand-up is about a person with some ideas in front of an audience yeah. standing up. <laughs> <laughs> you know and i think the standing up is important right. and they're not being six other people sort of t- trying to get to the Fighting. microphone yeah, yeah so so um I don't watch panel shows anymore. I don't. I. You still get asked though. Uh, no, no. I, I, I had one, uh, a couple of approaches um, recently, but yeah, it's just like they know not to ask because they can see I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. You, you, the, the comedy In Hollywood industry. Hollywood Yeah, so exactly. So my heart. Such so, will go. On. <laughs> so <speaking to laughs> So many so, so. really need this. Um, I, you know, the comedy producers are very good at keeping an eye on who's up to what. So they would know if I came back and to know to, you know, to extend an offer if, if I was even something someone that they would be interested in.
0: Yeah. There was sort of a, a hot second where I thought the next sort of Me Too thing was going to hit male comedians right like, I mean it did a little bit like the
2: Louis CK yes right. was that
0: something you were kind of following or um... in comedy yeah
2: yeah I mean I I'd heard the stuff because obviously I was in LA so I'd heard the rumbles about Louis CK and I sort of I loved him loved him and I, but I did not have any problem with just bringing down the drawbridge on that one mm-hmm. because, especially his apology or an oh. attempt at an apology. So, so I had no worries about that. Maybe I didn't love him as much as I thought, but <laughs> yeah, but, but I, personally, my own experience is um, not too bad, actually. There, there, there was one comedian who, in fact, there's a few from what I gather from other women is that who make sort of rape jokes about fellow comedians. Like, they're essentially rape jokes. That sort of thing. I think male comedians are starting to learn that that's actually not cool anymore. Yeah. There, there was a time when probably the female comedians, you know, because of the paradigm we were in, might have laughed along with it, but I don't think that's the case anymore. I, don't th- I think we also... Not only will we not laugh along with it, but we I, I think we it. feel empowered to, yeah, call them mm-hmm. out about it. because 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 before... The audience would have been sort of conditioned to find that funny. Even if they didn't, in their spirit, even if they really felt Got uncomfortable, some, yeah, yeah, that something was wrong there, they would sort of almost as a reflex laugh along with it. But now I think that people are really having to be accountable for what they're saying, which is which is great. And I and know I think
0: for a long time, women as well. I mean, I certainly felt this way for a long time that you didn't want to be the killjoy. Well, that's it exactly. And I don't feel that way anymore. I don't care about being a killjoy. Yeah, exactly. I will
2: cut your knob off. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, Mrs. Bobbitt. Um, yeah. I I think that what's happened maybe now is that women are starting to work together, mm-hmm. whereas before maybe the whistleblower might be like, okay, sister, so, so she did, you know, like, so So now I think there's, yeah, probably more camaraderie, more explicitly expressed camaraderie, mm. yeah.
0: Well, so, yeah... On the comedy note and the book note, um, you've talked on stage a lot about dating. Mm. Are you dating at the moment?
2: No. I mean, thanks for bringing it up. Um, (laughs) No, I I haven't for a while, and it's It's horrible. Is it horrible? I hate dating. Oh, do you? Oh, I thought no. you meant not dating. Oh, no, I was like, yeah. no you're, I, you're awful for not dating. I'm kind of, I'm fine I'm with it. I'm very
0: anti-dating. Are you? Have you done the, you've done the dating apps and stuff, though. I've done the dating I actually what did them quite recently. What was your app of choice? It was,
2: uh, it was a Bumble. Um, I went I went down the Bumble road.
0: I thought that that one would be better, but it's not. It's
2: not. It's as bad as <laughs> all the others. Uh, what was weird about it was how often people would chat or match with you, and then you would, like, you know, send them a message nothing just tumbleweed and you're like what why did you just unmatch like let i i think probably because i like efficiency so if i'm looking at a list of people i want to know that i can have a conversation with them rather than i'm just gonna go is anybody out there and they're not gonna
0: well i think the, the problem is that you're looking at it from a perspective of you have carefully selected a person whereas from what i've seen of men on dating apps they go Oh, swipe, 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 until they get matched right. yeah, and then they
2: sort of assess whether they're interested.
0: I mean, I haven't carefully
2: but I have made a choice. I mean, you spent an like, hour and a
0: half per profile. Oh my God. <laughs>
2: yeah. But, but, but as
0: a person who has got a profile, mm, have you, has that kind of, do people ever go, oh, it's you sort of
2: thing? No, I've never had any sense that people have, because the thing is... So just because you're using just... Vagina pictures. (laughs) Yes, that's right. That's right. That's the most attractive part of me, may I say. I've been told that. Yeah. Um, So, no, the thing is, is if you're not, if you don't watch comedy and you didn't happen to watch Kiri and Curfew, it's very easy to miss me. So... (laughs) I I don't agree. I, uh, well... Okay, and my evidence is basically how many people come up to me and go, oh, my God, you're on your show, can I have a picture? As opposed to people going, oh, my God, excuse me, do you know where the Tesco test is? <laughs> the, the last thing happens a lot more than the first. So okay. that's how I judge. <laughs> there was a point when I was doing the panel shows, for sure, where, you know, I would get people coming up to me quite a bit, and that was really fun, and I, I really like meeting people who've enjoyed, enjoyed my work and the shows and stuff like that. But nowadays, I can, I'm very, like, people don't, and it, that's kind of cool too
0: yeah because you can just
2: kind of get on with your life
0: fair enough thank you so much for joining us today what's that question Andy. ask this one question um, whatever did you is. like being a kid like how were your teen years
2: no I, I didn't like it at all <laughs>
0: <Thank> <laughs> I so awful. for <laughs> joining me today Andy. and thank you everyone out there for listening please rate and subscribe if you have a minute bye bye Thank you for listening, you lovely legends. Next week on the podcast, we have the ridiculously funny Maisie Adam. Don't call her Maisie Adams. Please do join us for the fun. Bye. I
2: feel you. I feel you. Who is that? I <laughs> Billy. Don't- Worry, I will sort this out. You just stay I'll in send there. I sent a group email. <laughs> <laughs> I send a message to the WhatsApp group. I will get to the bottom of this.
1: <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Gigi Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi.